Welcome to the Morning Scroll. I'm Rabbi Dina Cowens from Mishkan, Chicago, and you're listening to what will be a quick dive into this week's Parsha. If you've been meaning to brush up on your Jewish literacy or you're looking for some inspiration, you've come to the right place. This week, read Parshat Vayeshev, and he settled. We'll start with a brief recap. Jacob and his family settle in Canaan, where Jacob repeats the pattern of his childhood and picks a favorite son, Joseph. He makes Joseph a special colorful coat, which pisses off Joseph's brothers, but then Joseph digs at them even more by telling them all of a dream he had where he ruled over them. So one day, the brothers are out watching the flock, and Jacob sends Joseph out to check on them. Joseph gets lost on the way, asks a random man for directions, and the man points him in the right direction. The brothers, seeing Joseph coming, decide to kill him, but Reuben says, wait, no, let's just throw him in a pit. So they take off his fancy coat, toss him in the pit, and then they see a traveling caravan, so they sell him off. Joseph becomes a slave to Potiphar, a rich Egyptian, and the brothers dip his coat in blood to tell their father that they found it and Joseph must have been killed by a wild beast. Jacob is distraught. Now time for a story interlude. Judah's son Tamar married a woman called Judah's son marries a woman called Tamar. That's not the name of his son. And then he dies. So Judah has his second son marry Tamar, but the second son also dies. So then Judah's like, I am not giving over my third son to this woman, so Tamar goes back to her father's house. Years later, she's still in limbo because she can't get married, but she doesn't have a husband, when she hears that Judah is passing by. She dresses up as a prostitute, seduces Judah, and keeps his staff as collateral. Months later, Judah hears that Tamar is pregnant and he wants her killed for cheating on the son that he never gave to her. So she's like, okay, sure, yeah, you can kill me, but FYI, the father of the children that I'm carrying is the guy whose staff this is. Judah realizes that it's his staff, and he's really done her wrong by withholding his third son, so he apologizes and Tamar gives birth to twins, one of whom will be the ancestor of King David. Back to Joseph, he's doing really well in Potiphar's house and becomes the head of Potiphar's estate. One day, Potiphar's wife decides to seduce Joseph, but he refuses, so she claims that Joseph tried to seduce her. Potiphar has Joseph thrown in jail, but Joseph thrives even there and becomes head of the prisoners. In prison, Joseph meets Potiphar's butler and baker and correctly interprets their dreams. The baker is killed, but the butler is returned to Pharaoh's household, where Joseph's parting words are, Remember me, which the butler does not do. So many times in this Parsha, the story turns on a random coincidence. Joseph sees a random guy who can point him to his brothers, but if he hadn't seen the guy, maybe he wouldn't have been sold into slavery and this whole story wouldn't have happened. Tamar gets pregnant through a one-night stand, gives birth to the ancestor of the legendary King David. Joseph happens to meet two of Pharaoh's courtiers who happen to have dreams, eventually next week, leading to Joseph's release from prison and elevation to the number two head honcho of Egypt. At the time, none of these random circumstances seemed good for their main character. And yet these chance encounters changed the course of the Torah, which is why I want to bless Joseph and Tamar and anyone listening for living through a tough situation with grit and determination. We don't know exactly what is going to change our lives and when, but this Parsha teaches us that each little moment could be the one that leads to our destiny. See you next week.